Hey, hey everyone, Stelkin Heath here. I just wanted to hop on for a quick announcement before this episode. I am so, so grateful for this announcement. I, you just can't believe how happy I am. It is such a beautiful day because we have just hit over 4,000 listens on this podcast and I could not have done this without you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, I had this vision of just jumping on here and sharing my knowledge, sharing my journey and interviewing guests that will really help with recovery through their messages or through some of the tools that they have available. And I am just so, so excited about the future of this podcast, the future of my listeners. That includes you. And I just can't wait to take this even further, take it into even bigger, bigger dreams. So thank you so much. Please make sure to, as always, like this um, podcast, wherever you're watching, whether it's YouTube or whether it's whether you're listening on iTunes, please leave a rating on iTunes. That would be highly, highly appreciated. And um, thank you just so much. Share this, these episodes with people who you think might need it. Um, Thank you, thank you so much. I can't believe it. I am just celebrating um, and so, so excited. So thank you everyone from the bottom of my heart. Now we can get back to today's episode. Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast, where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness, and energy medicine. My name is Stel, and my purpose is to inform and ed educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Overeating podcast by Wholesome Lifestyle Project. My name is Stel Kuhn Heath. If I haven't met you yet, hello and welcome. I'm so excited to be here today and to help you heal your relationship with food, heal your disordered eating or eating disorders. I'm here to extend your um, support and just help um, as many women as I can. And today I just wanted to quickly give a big shout out to all my listeners who tune in frequently. We've almost reached 4,000 listens on this podcast, which means that my message is getting out there in the world. So I'd love for you to just keep listening, keep supporting me, um, share this with a friend or family member who you think really might need this. Uh, because, you know, I think we, it sometimes takes a village to help heal. And my mission is really um, to start a new way of being when it comes to our bodies, when it comes to food. And I think the more people are aware of a different way of life, the more we can start making change in this world. And that's what this podcast is all about, is to help you 
um, or help a friend um, just through whatever you're struggling with when it comes to relationships with food. So today's episode is really about certain ways in which we self-sabotage our eating disorder recovery without even knowing it. And these two things really kept me kind of boggled for a very, very long time. And I think, you know, as I work with my clients, the more I see this, the more I can actually um, see this in myself as well. So I thought it was quite a valid, um, valid two points to just bring up today. And uh, there are many more, but I thought I would just highlight these and I'll possibly have a few more episodes like this in the future. So uh, as you know, I mean, recovering from an eating disorder or disordered eating in general is not as easy and as black and white as just going on a healthy eating plan and then magically everything is going to uh, become happy and healthy again. And, um, you know, I think often we feel like it it has to be that simple you know just find a good eating plan and i will never binge again you know or you know get to a certain size and i'll be happy in my body for the rest of my life and we kind of know that that's um, not the case um for many of us we've probably tried all those diets we've tried all those strategies and we know that that is not what works so the longer we struggle with disordered eating or eating disorders in general, the more we actually become defined by that eating disorder. And that is the first way in which we sabotage ourselves is we actually take on our eating disorder as our identity. And we make certain statements about ourselves or thoughts in our head about our behaviors, our eating disorder behaviors. And it might sound something like this. Oh, well, you know, I'm a binge eater, so I might as well just go and binge now, get it over and done with, because that's just what I do. Or, you know, um, I have this eating disorder, so that's just a, a problem that I have, and that's just the way life is, and I'm always gonna be this way. And, the more we start landing into that, the more we believe it, the more we believe that there is no other way for us, the, um, the more we believe that this is just how we innately meant to be, how we born to be. And I personally and honestly believe that we are not meant to struggle with food. You know, my tagline behind me, if you're watching the video is life's too short to feel guilty about what you ate. And, you know, there's more to life than just having this obsession with food and obsessing with um, calories in our bodies and everything else. So the longer we struggle with disordered eating, the more we become, we feel like we've become that eating disorder. And we base all our decisions, our reactions, our choices, our activities, our perceptions, everything is around this eating disorder. And that's kind of all that's in our mind. And that's why we often feel like we are that eating disorder. But I'm here today to just let you know that you are not your eating disorder. Yes, you are experiencing disordered, a disordered relationship with food and you're experiencing eating disorder thoughts and feelings and all that kinds of things, but it is not you. So if you think about it like this, if you are riding a bicycle, that doesn't make you the bike that makes you the cyclist or 
just the person enjoying a enjoying the the ride of the bicycle doesn't mean that you are the bike the same with the eating disorder just because you are experiencing these issues does not mean that it's you and you are amazing you are smart and you are just an amazing amazing human being and there is no way that you need to take on and feel like you need to almost hide behind this identity of your eating disorder so this thing was really hard for me because I didn't have a diagnosis. I was told by professionals that there's nothing wrong with me um, and that I didn't have any eating issues. So for me, I struggled for a long time undiagnosed with this complete obsessive behavior around food, this um, complete obsessive way of thinking my body needs to be. And because I didn't have a diagnosis, I just thought, well, this is how my life is going to be forever. It's going to be the struggle. I just can't trust myself around food. Um, food must be the en like enemy. I need to find a new diet. And this is how my life went in circles and circles and circles. And every single time I'd fall flat back into binge eating and um, I just couldn't understand it. And I just went, well, you know, this is just me. I just, I'm not, uh, I can't be trusted with food. That's just who I am. And I needed to work through that. And I needed to see that, first of all, yes, I actually do have disordered behaviors. And I do actually have um, a disorder, you know, even though binge eating wasn't diagnosed back in the day when I went to seek for help. And so just knowing that kind of opened my eyes to, oh my gosh, there is actually an issue. But then I realized that I was actually taking on my behavior as me. And I'm saying this today because you don't have to do that. You can create a separation between yourself and your disordered behaviors. And that's going to take a while. It's going to take a bit of work, but it is possible. You are much, much more than your eating disorder. And I would love for you right now, my love, to stop lending into that notion that you are your eating disorder. So that is the first way we sabotage ourselves. Our second way of sabotaging ourselves is planning recovery or basing your recovery plans on the future. And what I mean with this is often I hear this and I used to say this myself, when I'm on the right diet, I will, my eating disorder will go away. Once I've been on this cleanse, then I will be able to stop binge eating. Once I'm in size X, then I will be happy with my body. Once I have um, achieved so many, um, so many kilometers in my race, then I will be confident in myself. And we lend ourselves and our recovery on future outcomes. So we um, kind of um, base our recovery on a condition. If I get the time, then I will start looking at recovery. If I go on the right eating plan, 
then all my problems will miraculously go away. So we lend our energy and recovery to a future event or something that we need to achieve first. But the thing is, when we start placing our thoughts and um, future, um, future hopes um, and we, we lend our recovery to future hopes and dreams, we take away the amount of action that we can take right now. We take away our power that we have right now in this moment. And we don't know what's going to happen in the future. There's no guarantee that the future even exists, right? Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? So why do we feel like we have to make place our future happiness into, um, into the future, you know? So, so why are you lending your energy into the future when you can make changes right now and start believing that you are um, able and capable to trust yourself around food? Start believing right now that you can heal your relationship with food, that you can heal this eating disorder. Because I have seen this with my own recovery. I have seen it through the recovery of so many of my clients. Actually, all my clients have recovered. They have all released their shackles of food thoughts and binge eating and being stuck and feeling imprisoned with food. So if all of them can do it, and if I can do it, then I know for a fact that you can do it. And you don't have to lend that into the future in future plans. Start today with something small. Start today with lending or leaning into your recovery and just start trusting yourself that you can do this and that you can change. You have the power. So disassociate yourself with your eating disorder and start making small little action steps, whether it's um, booking an appointment with a recovery specialist like myself or whether it is actually just you know, monitoring your own self-talk about yourself and about food. Those are steps that you can take right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for anything or anyone to give you permission to do those things. You don't have to wait for your body to change or for the right eating plan. All those things can happen right now in this moment. And that is what is so great about um, recovery and about us as human beings is that we always have a choice to choose where we want to be in life and um, where we want to take the, our life's direction. And I actually implore you right now to choose you and choose a better outlook for yourself. I'm sending you so much love today. Um, thank you again, everyone, for listening. I can't wait to see you back here for the next episode. Sending so much love and hugs. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to share this with all your friends. You can do this by adding this to your Instagram story and tagging me at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening, 
This will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that I can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as I can. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram on Wholesome Lifestyle Projects or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Estelle Heath, and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.